0: To make the crunch time plays. Now your host, Bennett Bennett Gainey. The crunch 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 time plays. This is Pat Smith from Three Man Front, and you're listening to Crunch Time Plays. Hey there, it's Brooks Austin with Sports Illustrated's Dogs Daily. You're listening to Crunch Time Plays. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Tara Talmadge with the Pig Trail Nation, and you are watching and listening to Crunch Time Plays. Hey, it's Jim Denaway from the Next Round, and when it comes down to the final ticks on the clock, always look for Crunch Time Plays. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Crunch Time Recap right here on Crunch Time Plays. For this Crunch Time Recap, we are reacting to the initial college football playoff rankings. They are out, and Definitely want to do this for the first initial release of the college football playoff ranking. Not going to do it every week because we're going to lump in some college football playoff talk into the crunch time game previews every week from here on out because pretty much every game that we preview going forward is going to be a game that, that has college football playoff implications on it. So we're going to dive in plenty into that uh, in the coming weeks. So we're not going to have a recap every week of the college football playoff ranking, but I always love the first ranking ever since we started this college football playoff era back in 2014. I've always loved the first rankings because it really gives us an idea. You know, the committee is pretty much different every year. There's some mainstays every year, but traditionally it's always been a pretty different uh, as far as the members of the committee. We've had members come and go. We've had members, stay on, but, but now gone. So, and then we're going to have plenty more uh, turnover in the committee uh, coming up in the college football playoff era as we move forward for the years to come. So I always look forward to the first playoff ranking to see who is in the top four, number one, but where these other teams stack up, what the committee is thinking in the first initial ranking. But before I get to that, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves on um, being World Series champions. Growing up a lifelong – I am a lifelong Atlanta Braves fan. Growing up in the state of South Carolina, growing up in the South, been, been conditioned to to love the Braves. And, and you know, this year was, was really special because – and I was – as a great buddy of mine that I consider a brother as part of my family and I'm part of his, we were talking uh, after the Braves uh, won the NLCS and we were talking about how fitting it would be if the Braves won the world series, because 20 years ago, we got the opportunity to go to our first Braves game. And then this year in 2021, back in June, we had the opportunity to take his brother to his first Braves game. So it was really special for, for all of us. And, and, uh, that family is, is like family to me. So I always appreciate, uh, what, We'll always appreciate that family, and uh, it's, it was it was just a really special ride this year for for not only uh, us but for but for the Braves as well. So, congrats to the Braves, and we're hoping for many more World Series to come. But let's dive into the college football playoff ranking recap. Some first that we could see in this season based on the initial college football playoff ranking, we could see our first two loss team in the college football playoff era, make it into the playoff. Yes, there is a two-loss team out there that controls their own destiny to be in the college football playoff. I'm going to tell you who that is in just a moment. We can see our first group of five team in Cincinnati in the college football playoff. Still got them penciled in into my top four, but depending on what, you know, let's, for example, if Ohio State wins out, if Oklahoma wins out that would pretty much take a uh, Cincinnati out assuming both Georgia and Alabama get in to the playoffs that's one scenario uh, where Cincinnati would get left out there's a couple others as well but I don't know if that's going to happen so that's why I've got Cincinnati penciled in still because you know the way this season has gone and it's truly been a remarkable season in college football we can't assume Well, really in any year, but especially this year, we can't assume that any team is going to win the rest of the way. So that's the scenario for Cincinnati. All they have to do is keep winning and they're going to continue to be in the conversation. So that's another first we could have. The final first is a team that is undefeated right now in a power five conference. We could see them not make the college football playoff, even if they run the table. So a few firsts that we could see this year just based on the initial ranking. So let's go ahead and dive in to the rankings. got the top 25 on the screen there if you're watching on YouTube, courtesy of the college football playoff, a graphic on social media. And if you're listening on the podcast feed, uh, if you've already seen the graphic, then you know who the teams are. But if not, gonna read them out to you. Gonna start off, with the top 4, obviously Georgia is number 1, Alabama's number 2. Those two teams obviously control their own destiny. Michigan State is a team that controls their own destiny off the win against Michigan. Going to talk about who controls their own destiny first. Oregon very interesting at number 4. And you know, I've whenever the first playoff rankings initially got revealed, I was kind of hot about Oregon being at number four, but, but really, as I, as I thought about it uh, some more uh, after the fact, it really does make sense for this first ranking for Oregon to be number four over Ohio state at number five, because at this point of the year, their resumes are pretty much the same at this point. And so, and Oregon has the head to head win over Ohio state. So it warrants that that Oregon is number four and Ohio State's number five. But However, I don't believe that even though Oregon is number four right now, I don't believe that they control their own destiny because Ohio State, for example, at the end of the year, they still got Michigan State, they still got Michigan left, and Oregon will not have a resume like Ohio State's if Ohio State wins out. So ultimately, I don't think the head-to-head is going to end up mattering because I think Ohio State's resume, if they run the table at the end of the year, will be unequivocally better than Oregon's. So I don't think the committee will have to take that head-to-head matchup into account. I think it'll be pretty cut and dry that the obvious better resume would be Ohio State in that situation. So Oregon, even though they are at number four, I do not believe that Oregon Controls their own destiny. Ohio State does. Cincinnati sitting at number six does not, like we talked about earlier. Michigan still does. Still got several great opponents left. Oklahoma, they do. The, reason, the only reason they're at number eight right now is because of what they look like early in the year. The Spencer Rattler and then, but Caleb Williams coming in has really changed the way i thought about that team. You know, I thought, I was one of those that when Spencer Rattler was the quarterback, I thought that Cincinnati would beat Oklahoma on a neutral field. And now while, you know, this, that game would be with Caleb Williams at quarterback now for Oklahoma, that game would be a really great game. Would love to see it, but I would slightly lean uh, Oklahoma uh, over Cincinnati there uh, at that point. So Oklahoma, obviously if they are, the big 12 champ if they are undefeated they'll have wins over oklahoma state and baylor which are right very high as well coming down the stretch going to get to them in just a moment so whenever the committee is looking at oklahoma if they are undefeated the rest of the way they are going to be in the college football playoff now wake forest at number nine i don't believe that they control their own destiny into the college football playoff. This is the team that I was referring to that could be the first undefeated Power 5 team to not make the college football playoff. Their biggest win right now, meaning Wake Forest, their biggest win is against Virginia. They only allowed 17 points, which is a great feat because no team other than Wake Forest has allowed less than 30 against Virginia this year. Virginia is a great offense this year. Brandon Armstrong leads the country in passing yards. So it's a a really nice win, nice feather in the cap win for Wake Forest. But the problem is for Wake Forest coming down the stretch, if the ACC would have been what we thought it would be in the preseason, that is Clemson being a top team, North Carolina being a top team, Wake Forest – has both of those teams left? They play North Carolina this week, and if they were to run the table, if Clemson and if Clemson and North Carolina would have been up to par with what we thought they would be coming into the year, then absolutely Wake Forest would be in the playoff if they ran the table and won the ACC. But the problem is the ACC has been the biggest disappointment in college football so far this year, and. They don't have the strength of league. Uh, I mean, granted, it's it, in past years, it hasn't really been a, a really great league to begin with, but especially this year, it's especially not because Clemson, North Carolina, those teams up there that we perceive going in to the season, those teams aren't anywhere to be found, and they still have the quarterbacks, DJ Uyungle and Sam Howell. So I don't you know. It's really hard to to fathom that these two teams are in the situations that they're in right now. But the fact is that they are, and that hurts Wake Forest in terms of their strength of schedule going forward. So even if Wake Forest does run the table, they're going to be at the bottom uh, of the of the barrel in terms of of how conference champions are viewed in the Power Five leagues this year. So. Even if Wake Forest does run the table, I don't believe that they're going to be in. So they do not, in my mind, control their own destiny to be in the college football playoff. What is interesting, and Notre Dame is number 10, but what's really interesting is we get to 11, 12, and 13, hit on 11 and 12 first. Oklahoma State at 11, Baylor at 12. Both of those teams have Oklahoma still left on their schedule. Which, like I said, with Oklahoma at number eight, they still got what the committee views right now as the eleventh and best, the eleventh and twelfth best teams in the country still on their schedule. And so, if Oklahoma wins out and wins the Big Twelve, they're going to be in the college football playoffs. So even though they're number eight right now, they still control their own destiny. But be interesting to see. I don't believe that either one of these two, Oklahoma State and Baylor, controls their own destiny. I believe that they're still going to need a little bit of help uh, for that. But it will be interesting to see if either one of those two teams knocks off Oklahoma, wins the rest of their games, and wins the Big 12, how high can they go since they're at 11 and 12 right now. But the team that I want to focus on that – controls their own destiny that fulfills the two loss scenario that I was talking about earlier is that team sitting at number 13 right now. If you see them on the screen or if you're listening on the podcast, the Auburn Tigers, the number 13 team in the country, according to the college football playoff committee at this point, Auburn, could be the first two-loss team to go to the college football playoff. They've, and it's really inconceivable to think that because we saw Auburn go to Penn State and lose. We also saw Auburn go to, we've also seen them go down to the wire with Georgia State week after that. TJ Family comes in and saves the game, but then a resurgent Bo Nix, has come alive the past few weeks. That second half against LSU, the whole game against Arkansas, and the whole game against Ole Miss. That Auburn offense is firing on all cylinders right now, and their defense is really good, too. They're playing really great complementary football. And if you look at the rest of the slate for Auburn, they've got number 14 Texas A&M coming up this Saturday in College Station at Kyle Field by the way so that do, that would just add to the quality of win that that is against what the committee says is the number 14 team in the country and they've got number 2 Alabama coming up in a couple weeks uh, at Jordan Hare Alabama has lost both the last two times they've played at auburn so if auburn wins out wins the regular season wins the sec west crown then they will set up for a rematch against number one georgia in the sec championship game and if they win that one you cannot keep a two loss auburn sec champion auburn out of the playoff i don't care who else is in the playoff whoever they are they're getting knocked out for auburn because the schedule would And the quality of the wins would just be so, so great for Auburn. Number 14 in A&M, number two in Alabama, and number one in Georgia. Not saying that Auburn's going to win all those games. I don't believe that they will. But if they do, they will, guaranteed without hesitation, be in the college football playoffs. So that is why they control their own destiny. And just, it's going to be an exciting rest of the season. So exciting to see it. And it's going to be, No, I know we're going to react to these rankings so far. And a lot of people already have, a lot of people still will. We're going to react to them every week. And we're going to, but it's all going to play out. So we're just going to enjoy the ride the last month of the regular season. And again, we're not going to do the playoff ranking recaps every week. But some, there was just some things that I wanted to focus on. Some of those first teams that control their own destiny in this particular year in the college football playoff initial rankings. So definitely not going to do these every week, the recaps for the rankings, but we will include Games in the Crunch Time previews every week going forward that will impact the college football playoff race. So, looking forward to getting everybody back on for that. Make sure a couple housekeeping items at the end. Make sure you are subscribed to the Crunch Time Plays YouTube channel. 95% of our viewers still aren't subscribed, and it only takes a one click of a button to subscribe to the channel. Only takes one click of a button to like the video. It's absolutely free to do that. Again, never going to charge for the show. All we ask you to do is make sure you're subscribed. If you watch us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like the videos. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure sure you are subscribed there as well. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you're following on social media at Place Crunch. So with that, it is time to get out of here. Really, really love this time of year. It is November. And no, last week we talked about Ole Miss. They would have remembered October if they would have beaten Auburn and went on to have the special season. They can still have a special season because 10-2 and would be an incredible mark at Ole Miss. They can still have an incredible Special season, and they're going to remember the month of October, and they go against whatever the logic is that the games in November are the games you remember. And while that's traditionally the case, Ole Miss is not going to remember it that way. It's going to be the month of October uh, that lives uh, in Ole Miss lore if they go uh, 10 and 2 the rest of the way. And what a matchup that's going to be on Saturday. Malik Willis coming in, and Hugh Freeze making his return uh, to Ole Miss. Malik Willis and Matt Corral, two of the top, at least five, probably top three uh, quarterback prospects for the 2022 NFL draft. So there's going to be a lot of scouts paying attention uh, in Oxford, Mississippi on Saturday. But until then, we're going to be back with the crunch time previews the rest of the week. Got Auburn and Texas A&M this week. Going to be back for the crunch time preview for that and a couple other big games as well. So I'm Bennett Ganey. Thanks so much for watching and listening to crunch time plays and make sure you're subscribed on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. It's been another edition of crunch time plays. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in to crunch time plays with your host Bennett Ganey. Make sure to like subscribe and follow at plays crunch on Twitter and Instagram.